Okay, thank you, Angela. 非常感谢你的介绍 Um, so the the book that I wrote, I'm going to speak in both Chinese and English. I'm going to start with English. The book that I wrote, uh, is mainly for non-Chinese people. Uh, I see that perhaps there are some Chinese people who are on this call, so we're going to use both languages.、Um, but the book is mainly written for a Western audience to better understand how Chinese people think. 了解中国的文化和中国的国情，然后如何更好跟中国人交流，建立更好的关系。All right, so、uh, I'm going to share a screen. And do a very short overview, and this is going to be very interactive. So, as we go through the agenda, everybody who、uh, received the emails prior to the event should know that you're going to be required to talk. Everybody's going to get a chance to participate in our workshop today. Again, today this event is called the Chinese Honeymoon Period Live Meetup, and the reason that is is because I wrote a book called the Chinese Honeymoon Period. And the main question that we want to address is the dialogue you see on your screen, where one side saying "na bu shi wo de yi si," and the other side is thinking or saying "dan shi wo de yi si shi." All right, so that is basically the question that we want to try to address. Huan Ying, welcome. 那不是我的意思，但是我的意思是 ，Okay, so even when someone is saying welcome, whether they say it in Chinese and then someone else is saying in English, it could have completely different meanings when we're talking about、uh, our interactions with our counterparts. So in, I'm on when I say we, I'm going to be talking about Westerners. And when I say our counterparts, I'm going to be talking about our friends and colleagues and partners in China. Obviously, if you're Chinese, your counterpart is me, or or an American, or a Westerner. All right. There are a couple phrases that、uh, describe this situation, and so everybody wants. I want everybody to start to get familiar with some of the language that Chinese people use. So in this case, when two people Are communicating, and there are no language barriers, but there are cultural barriers or value differences. One of the things that we say is, "We're in the same language." Or you might hear somebody say, "Nail toe, not a mouth." The main thing, because the Chinese honeymoon period is also written mainly for a business audience, the main thing that we want to try to address is the circular conversations. That always frustrate Westerners when they're communicating with their counterparts in China, or doing business in China, and the Chinese phrase for that is 恶性循环 and we're going to be talking about a lot that a lot. All right, so today's agenda is pretty straightforward.、Uh, everybody's going to get a chance to do self introductions, and you can choose to do this in English. Or you can choose to do this in Chinese. It's either or.、Uh, in Chinese, we say 自我介绍 and this is just a common、uh, ritual when you meet anybody in China. Is you introduce yourself. Now, whether you've read the book or not, it,、um, we're going to go. We're going to do a deep immersion into the first two chapters of this book. And chapter one. 
talks about how they operate. Again, they refers to our counterparts and friends in China. How they operate is based on guanxi, which everybody、uh, is familiar with. And chapter two is what they consider.、Uh, this is based on a term called li yi. And I think Michael asked a couple questions about li yi, so we'll really get into that.、Uh, we're going to try to do some role playing. And then leave whatever time is left at the end for live Q and A. All right.、Um, so this is the warm up session. Okay. So one of the things that、uh, I find a lot of people they kind of have questions or they get nervous about、uh, introducing themselves to very important、uh, people in China. And they say, "Well, what should I say? What should I do?" I want everybody to think of this ritual not as something to be afraid of, but just think of it as a warm-up, because、uh, this is how Chinese people、um, actually feel when they're meeting somebody new. Everything is like a warm-up. We're getting to know each other. We're exchanging ideas. It's probably just the same in any culture. All right. So our goal in this next part of this event is we're going to introduce ourselves. But before we introduce ourselves, we want to talk about why it's important and what we are supposed to accomplish, or what should be some of our goals during the proverbial warm-up period or 自我介绍 So、um, let me、uh, pause for a second, Angela. I can't see. Everybody, because I'm running the presentation, but I wanna, I want you to ask a couple people、uh, what they think the main their goals are when they introduce themselves in to someone in China. What is one of the priorities? They can say it in English or they can say it in Chinese. Yeah, that's that's very good. Everything about、um, what we're doing is is really about mindset. So having what I call a healthy mindset. In all of your interactions is going to ultimately pay dividends down the road. All right. Anybody else, Angela? Okay, that's good. I wanted to make one comment on that. So I think universally, everybody 都说每个人都说我想让呃、uh, 我想制造更多的信任彼此信任 We want to create more trust. Uh, so of course that's. An objective that everybody has. You want to create trust, especially in a business relationship. One of the things that we want to do through this event, especially when we get into the Chinese cultural concepts, is how do we actually achieve that trust? Wanting to gain trust is a great objective, but actually gaining that trust requires a lot more adjustments to how you think, your attitude, and what you say. And that's one of the things that we're really going to dive deep into. As we go through this, all right, Angela. Anybody else? One of the goals is everybody here is learning Chinese, speaks Chinese, wants to improve their Chinese. So these are a couple of the objectives that I think、um, I would use if I were to say it in Chinese. More to 对方 which is to really understand、uh, what the other side or the other person values. 做好关系 that's pretty basic. Develop the guanxi relationship, develop the trust. That all falls under the 做好关系 umbrella. 了解彼此 understand each other better. And another important one, especially when you're doing business in China, is 表达诚意 which means to exchange or to offer some goodwill. 
because that's how the guanxi process starts. When you are starting to exchange goodwill and reciprocity, that is when everything starts as far as deepening the guanxi. And of course, bizi, bizi is just a term where it implies that whatever you're willing to do for me, I will be willing to do for you. Whatever hardships or sacrifices you are willing to endure, I would also be willing to endure those too. And it's just a term that says we're on, we're in the same boat, we're fighting the same battle, we're on the same side. Bizi, bizi. All right, so uh, what we're going to do now is I'm going to do my self-introduction and then we're going to ask for volunteers to do their self-introduction. And then we're also going to go over the scorecard that I created on how we can measure our performance in when we give our introduction. All right, so I'm going to go first. I'm going to start with, and again, I'm not going to, uh, we're not going to limit ourselves to Chinese or English. We can just use whatever we think we feel more comfortable with. So I'm going to start with my background. My background is Beijing. So I always wanted people to know when I'm in China, So I want to let them know, even though I speak Chinese, uh, a lot of the things that I may say inappropriately or a lot of things that I may believe come from my American upbringing. And I grew up in this type of environment. I played sports when I was small, and you can see I'm the only Chinese person on my team. And I'm just a typical American kid. The only difference is So what I wanted to suggest is I basically think American, even though I speak Chinese, and I love doing business in China. I'm also married to someone who is originally from China. Even though we met in the U.S., okay? uh, she is still a very traditional Chinese gal. But you can see uh, we got married at the DeKalb County Courthouse in Atlanta, Georgia. I've recently become a father. This is my son. His name is Jaden. And he was born in Irvine, California, where we currently live. ABC, American-born Chinese. One of the things that I always talk about when I'm introducing myself, when I'm in China, and I introduce myself, I always talk about my native place, 我的老家. Now, even though I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, 我的老家是江苏淮安. All right, so this is how I start to build those common connections with people in China. Because they want to know 你老家,你是哪里人? And then I would say something like, 这是周恩来的老家. I have the same 老家 as 周恩来. Now, in this case, I would talk about, okay, the reason that we're here today is because I wrote a book called the Chinese honeymoon period. And the pictures that you see are kind of the photos that Chinese people always take. And one of it, it's a microcosm of the visual elements of doing business in China, where everything you see is bright and shiny on the exterior. 
And even in our marriage here, you can see it looks like we have, you know, perfect chemistry and, and there are no communication or cultural problems. And the whole basis of the book is basically to let everybody know that what you see on the surface, that is the proverbial Chinese honeymoon period, isn't what is happening beneath the surface. So I say, 但是没你想的 and one of the things that we're going to go over today when we're doing, when everybody else is doing their self-introductions is knowing how to speak Chinese doesn't mean you know what to say in Chinese. So for those of you who don't speak Chinese very well, if you imagine that you're introducing yourself to someone in China, you can create all of the objectives that we talked about in the beginning gain trust deepen guanxi get to know each other uh you can do all of that without actually speaking chinese but it's knowing what to say all right and this is a scorecard that we're going to use today and somebody asked me about the keyboard in the back that's the abacus that is part of the online program that i launched last year called solving china's unknown unknowns the scorecard that I want everybody to start thinking about, and I, even though I, we had some problems with the share screen, the audience that I'm speaking to today is a group of mainly non-Chinese people who are very passionate about learning Chinese, learning to speak Chinese, and learning Chinese culture. So what I wanted to do is I want to demonstrate relevant credentials. Okay, how am I qualified to actually talk about the things that I want to talk about. Well, Angela did an excellent introduction, so I didn't have to go into details about that aspect of my background. You also want to give insights into some of your hobbies and your interests. And the reason is, is because whenever you talk more personally about the things that you're interested in and the hobbies that you have, it creates an opportunity for your counterpart in China to be able to connect with you in a deeper way with common interests and common hobbies. And you'll find out that they will always try to reciprocate whatever it is that you're interested in. It's also important to try to be interesting, to be likable, to be funny. So I might tell a joke, you know, when the, the picture where I'm a football player and there's a bunch of cheerleaders uh, on the ground uh, sitting on the first row, I would might say I would probably say something like, Alright, so I might say that in China. If I wanted a girlfriend, she would have blonde hair and blue eyes in the environment in which I grew up. It's also always important to talk about your native place or your hometown. Because this is the number one thing uh, in which Chinese people use to make connections. That's the first question that two Chinese people will ask each other if they're strangers and they meet and they're going to start a relationship. Where are you from? And one of the things that a lot of Westerners are might be uncomfortable with or they say in a business setting, you know, we, we leave kind of more personal elements out of it. This is one of the things that um, if you're comfortable doing will help you create an advantage in China. Details about your current status. Are you single? That's Chinese would be very interesting to know if you're single because they may want to introduce someone by someone to you. If you are single, that's a way to deepen the Guanxi connection. Are you married? 
uh, any details or information about your family. These are all aspects of things that you can incorporate into your self-introductions that will help you on the path to deepening guanxi. Because what we ultimately want to do is we want to help our counterparts discover connections that create opportunities to deepen guanxi. All right? Okay, so that was the end of this session. Now, go ahead and ask your question, and then we can have volunteers who want to do their self-introductions.